Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Picture a pair of Ray-Ban Wayfarers. They're a classic, iconic pair of sunglasses. Now, picture them with an internet connection and little cameras that can take photos and videos while you wear them and little speakers so you can make a phone call without touching your phone. This is what a new collaboration between Ray-Ban and Facebook looks like. They're called Ray-Ban Stories. And both these companies see this as the first step to augmented reality glasses, AR glasses, frames that actually look and feel like regular glasses, but that can also put a computer display right in front of your eyes. But is this something that people actually want? Here to explain what that would even look like is Alex Heath. He's a senior reporter at The Verge. Hey, Alex. Hey. So last week, Facebook and Ray-Ban dropped their new smart glasses. You took them for a test drive. Give us a rundown on what it was like. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty basic camera glasses. If you remember Snapchat spectacles several years ago with uh, cameras that were front facing, they're basically that, but they look like Ray-Bans. And I guess the newest addition is the audio element you mentioned. They have um, Bluetooth audio in the frames, so you can hear whatever your phone is playing without having earphones in. That sounds expensive, is it? I mean, it depends on uh, what you think is expensive for smart glasses. They cost three hundred. They start at three hundred dollars. I think traditional Ray Bans usually are around two hundred or two fifty. So you're definitely getting an upcharge for the the tech. But they do work with insurance, and you'll be able to get them pretty much anywhere Ray Bans are sold. So Lens Crafters, Sunglasses Hut, etc. And what's the point? Why do these companies think that we need this product? I'm not sure anyone needs this product, to be honest. I mean, the, the cameras in the glasses are not super high quality. They do look very sleek uh, because they look like Ray-Bans. I think, you know, smart glasses have tried to be a thing for almost a decade now. We probably remember Google Glass. Here are the basics of how to use glass. This is your touchpad. It runs from your temple to your ear. Tap the touchpad to wake up glass. And I think what they're hoping is that maybe this normalizes the idea of wearing cameras in our glasses, because eventually what Facebook and Apple and a bunch of other tech companies want to do is put AR displays in glasses like these. And a lot of technologists, people in Silicon Valley I talk to think that kind of a product that's in a lightweight pair of maybe Ray-Ban glasses could be as ubiquitous as mobile phones eventually. We we're on this journey to try to create the augmented reality glasses that I think we all envision for the future, where you can have these holograms in front of you and you know, get turn-by-turn directions, you know, play chess or ping pong or whatever game you want with people, even if they're you know, thousands of So miles can we talk a little bit more about Google Glass and, and Snapchat spectacles? Uh, I remember vividly in about 2013 seeing a guy wearing Google Glass and just like wanting to run the, the other direction. Why have these products not really caught on, even though the tech has pretty much been there for years. 
I think especially in the U.S., there's definitely a stigma around the idea of wearing cameras on your face. I do think society is a little different than it was when Glass came out. We now have a bunch of always listening microphones on in a lot of our homes, you know, with Amazon and those kind of products. There's cameras everywhere. There's cameras out you know, in the streets. Like it's, it's not a foreign concept. I think when smartphone cameras were first coming up and you saw glass, it, it was a little like, wow, we're not ready for that. But I think Facebook and Ray-Ban think that society may be ready for this now, if not soon. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely a little creepy, right? The idea that someone could just be recording you from their glasses. One pair of Ray-Bans made in partnership with Facebook. Two basically hidden cameras. So many people who don't know you're recording them. Would you have known I was recording you with these sunglasses? Yeah. Why were you recording me? Because these sunglasses have a camera in it. This is a terrible idea. Did you know I was recording you? No, I had no idea. I would not have known because it says Raven. But that said, you know, the Facebook and Ray-Ban argument is that it's actually more discreet uh, to be taking a photo of someone on your phone without them knowing because the glasses at least have a light uh, when they're on. Do you buy that? Do you think that there are good privacy protections built in? And sort of a parallel question to that is, what's Facebook doing with the data? How, how do they stay connected to, to Facebook's servers? Well, privacy for these glasses is not really about the wearer's privacy. It's about anyone that the wearer is looking at, right? And in that sense, the light is not super pronounced. I think it's definitely something that looks like an afterthought in the product. Uh, I talked to a couple of the privacy experts that Facebook consulted to build these glasses with Ray-Ban, and they agreed with me that the light should be more pronounced. Uh, Spectacles, if you remember, had a very bright kind of circular moving light. It was unmistakable when they were recording. You could see it across the street. The spectacles are pretty simple. They're just sunglasses with a camera inside. The camera sits right up here in the corner of the sunglasses, and then there's a button over here on the left side that lets you trigger to record video. A little light will spin around to let people know that you're recording, and then those videos get... These glasses, you could easily sharpie over the light, much less if you're standing in sunlight and someone's six to eight feet away. You'd have to look hard to know that the light's on. So that's the privacy aspect for people, uh, you know, looking at you wearing the glasses. On the data side, really nothing's happening. So they, there's a companion app that's like a camera roll app, um, and you have to have a Facebook account to use the glasses in the camera roll app, but there's no data being collected for ad targeting. Obviously, if you upload video from the glasses to Facebook or Instagram or any app, then you're subject to those privacy policies, but the glasses themselves aren't surveilling you. So the super dystopian fear that that now there's like a a server room where footage from all these glasses are being collected by Facebook. That's just not true. No, they just get synced from the glasses over Wi-Fi directly to your phone. They never hit the cloud unless you upload them. Like we mentioned earlier, this is sort of a first step in a bigger mission for Facebook and a little less so Ray-Ban. It's a step towards the augmented reality future and diving deeper into Mark Zuckerberg's favorite topic now, the metaverse. Does this feel like a good first step? Do you think that we're we're going to get to the point in the near future where we are all wearing AR glasses and have digital images projected onto the real world. I do think a significant percentage of the population will probably have AR glasses in at least five years. I would not put it under that. I think early adopters will start wearing them. People who are into tech in the next two to three years, 
based on kind of what I know about what's coming. But yeah, I think, you know, these glasses from Ray-Ban and Facebook are definitely the most accessible mainstream camera glasses that have existed to date. They're definitely not AR glasses. I mean, the idea is there, right? If you could actually put displays and glasses that look like these and that are comfortable enough that you could wear them all day, would you? I mean, I would if they provided me a lot of utility. Uh, but, you know, obviously that doesn't exist yet. Snap actually does have spectacles now with displays in them, but they're not for sale. So we haven't actually seen something that's as widespread as this with AR displays. And it seems like the display piece of the puzzle is especially challenging. I know you've reported a little bit on the efforts at Facebook to build this technology. Is there anything you can say about how close they're getting to something that really works? I would say Facebook, Apple, a lot of these tech companies are probably all three to five years out from consumer grade AR glasses. They're probably going to be expensive, but that's when we'll first see some of these devices hit the market. But yeah, it's definitely a challenge. It's a technical challenge to get displays and glasses that can still vividly show things with sunlight filtering through um, and all the different shades of the world that you just come in contact with every day. I mean, it's it's an incredibly hard challenge to do it in a way where the batteries don't also burn your face off, quite honestly. So there's a lot of physics problems that are being worked through. And then you have to add object detection. The glasses need to have a sense of what they're looking at because if you're driving, you don't want your directions in your glasses like blocking what you're seeing, right? You want them there, but you want them to the side. And so these glasses have to be smart. They have to be able to understand the world around them with computer vision. And that's a whole nother challenge and a, and a compute challenge as well. Well, Alex, our listeners can't see this, but I can see that you're a glasses wearer. I'm also a glasses wearer. I would not mind if my glasses could do more things. Is this a future you're excited about? I'm uh, cautiously excited, I would say. I think uh, Facebook obviously has their track record with privacy and user data that is worrisome here. I do think they are trying to correct the sins of the past with how they're designing these products, but it is the same company at the end of the day. So you have to take their word with a heavy grain of salt. But yeah, the the products that are coming from Apple and others, Snap, I think you're going to have a a suite of kind of compelling glasses options, like I said, in the next maybe three to five years that actually bring you some utility that maybe lessen your dependence on your phone. And that's when things get really interesting. Yeah, that's the dream, right? We can walk around and kind of use the computer without touching anything or doing anything. It's just always sort of there. The internet is all around us. Yeah. And it's the history of technology, right? We started with these massive mainframes. We moved to desktops, then to laptops, then to phones, then to watches. Glasses are a natural extension. Technology becomes more intimate, kind of closer to the body over time. Um, And then people like Elon Musk are working on brain tech. That is a whole nother step ahead might be a dream. It might be a nightmare, but probably both. Yeah. Well, Alex, thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm Adam Clark Estes, and this is Rico Daily. This episode was produced by Sophie Lalonde and engineered by Paul Robert Mouncey. Have you ever worn smart glasses? Do you want to? Let us know. Email us at ricodaily at rico.net.